Well, we say no contact to help with your healing and to move forward in that process, but is it actually going to work? Like, is he actually going to leave you alone or lose interest in you if you go no contact? I want to talk to you today about implementing no contact in your relationship. Now, this is a form of contention in a lot of different ways in typically two ways. One is you feel bad about, I would have would never have done that. I never would do that with someone. I feel like that's just mean. And I need to understand we're not trying to be mean to the other person. We're trying to be protective of you and actually have a space and a container for you to grow in versus continually getting all your energy and all your life sucked away into this toxic relationship. Okay. The second thing is a piece of people like, I have kids, therefore I can't go to go no contact. Uh, first off, like I want you to understand, don't use that as a cop out. Understand that there are many people and many people that we work with, many people that we talk to that are no contact with kids, whether that is through a third party app, third party communication, third party drop offs, communicating through lawyers, whether that's on restraining orders, there are multiple, multiple ways. Now, does that mean everybody can do it or it works for everybody's situation? No, I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is I want you to take a moment and just imagine what would that look like and is there anything you can do to actually get to that spot? Also, if you work with us in Raw Motivations, one of the things that I tell people is I don't force people or push people towards going no contact. That has to be your decision. Because if I push you to it, and if I say, hey, you have to do this, or this is what you need to do to be in this group or to do this thing or whatever it might be, it's not going to have the desired effect that you actually want it to be, which is ultimately you to be free mentally, emotionally, and physically from the toxicity that keeps pulling you down. But in this journey, and part of it, people are like, do they actually give up? Like, is it something where they get tired, they get bored, like they're finally going to leave me alone? And oftentimes, there's a piece of this that stems from the aspect of like, I want them to do it so that I don't have to. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I want him to go no contact and to break up with me so that I don't have to own this. I want him to do this so that I don't have to actually block him. I want him to never contact me and to block me on his phone because I don't feel like I'm strong enough to do it. And I get that. And that's the frame that a lot of people come from, understanding that, hey, this is how they feel. This is the things that they're going through. Totally get that. You have to understand this person that has been in your life, which is why you're watching these videos, the person that's been in your life that's been toxic doesn't care about you. He doesn't. He's shown that and demonstrated that multiple times in the relationship. So when we talk about this piece of no contact, no contact ends up being your responsibility. You're like, but, but, but it has to be your responsibility. Because if you put the responsibility of the toxic person going no contact on you, what it does is it still puts you and leaves you in a victim state where you are dependent on another person. You are dependent on what he does. You are dependent if he leaves or if he comes back. At the end of the day, we want you to be independent of who you actually are. Because you're not dependent on that relationship because you're not in that relationship. 
and you're moving forward and you becoming a strong, confident person. Like developing the attributes and the ideas and the thoughts and the values of who you actually want to be and, and having healthy boundaries that keep you separate from the toxicity of going back or of getting with another toxic person. So when we dive into this piece of no contact, I'm just doing that to preface it a little bit so you have an idea of the frame of reference that I'm coming from and also just like an idea of like, hey, wait for a second, like pause and just consider this with me about this concept of no contact and the aspect, is he going to get bored with it and finally leave you alone? So one of the pieces of it is the illusion of predictability. It's common to wonder if a narcissist is actually going to lose interest and move on during this piece of a lack of response. Like you might have gone no contact, you might be no contact, but you haven't blocked this person. You're like, we haven't talked for a while. It's been several months. Like he's probably tired of me. He's probably like bored of the back and forth. He's probably going to give up. Now, oftentimes you're going to think this because he's with someone new, right? Like he's with a new supply that they already are, are getting married together, have a kid, like you name it, everything. It's just love bombing out, out the wazoo. And you're like, oh my gosh, now he's finally changed and found the right person. Side note, he hasn't, but you know, okay. So moving on. So narcissists are going to get to this place where they're thriving on the control and the manipulation piece. And sometimes that's getting to a place where they are no contact with you for a period of time and then they surface back up. And you're like, well, mine hasn't surfaced back up and it's been six weeks. Okay, one of the longest ones that I remember on a live event that someone like chimed in and they were like, it's been 27 years and he resurfaced. So let's just say, for sake of reference, if you're in it right now and it's been no contact with this person less than five years, then let's just put a pause on that answer. Because I need you to understand is oftentimes they will come back over and over and over again. And oftentimes because the other person lets them. Oftentimes because there's a door open. It's like, if there's a door open, why not walk through it? Why not use and abuse this person if they're going to allow me by leaving the door open? That's the thought process. That's the idea that the narcissist is going to keep coming back to you over and over and over. So with a piece of no contact, it seems like it would lead to this aspect of like, well, he'll get bored. Like, he'll leave me alone. Like, like maybe he'll stop texting me all the time because I'm not responding because this aspect of no contact. And part of it looks even like gray rocking. So side note, really quick, gray rocking is this concept of being like a gray rock that just sits there. Think of a garden gnome and like doesn't give you responses. Garden gnomes typically don't talk back. And so when you think of this concept, gray rocking is where you're giving like uninterested, small responses back to the toxic person. If you're in a relationship and going through like the, the co-parenting, parallel parenting situation and custody battle, uh, use the Biff method, not gray rocking, brief, informative, friendly, and firm, just FYI, okay? But when people gray rock, a lot of times it only works 50% of the time. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Like it works at the place of being like, oh, now he's actually bored of me. And then the other 50% of the time, it just ramps up and it gets worse. So the abuse gets worse. The communication gets worse. Like that person accelerates because they realize that they're losing control over you. So this piece of control and this piece of connection has to go back to power, attention, control over you. Think of it this way. When the narcissist goes no contact, he's not just getting bored of you. Okay. There's not this piece of like, oh, I'm done with this person. I'm never going to go back. Like they're getting bored with their own inability to go deep in a relationship and actually connect with anyone. Narcissist is getting bored with relationships based on their inability to go deep into a relationship and see how fruitful and connected they can actually be with one person. That's not a boredom of you. Do you see the difference? Like the difference is the narcissist being unwilling to actually be vulnerable. So as a result, there is a piece of boredom in the superficial aspect of a relationship, but that's not based on you. That's based on their unwillingness to actually go deeper. And so as a result, it's focusing more on control of the image, control of what you see, what you know, what you understand, control of all those different things than it is of actually getting a connected relationship than it is of anything of, oh, I'm bored, so I'm going to leave you alone. So like, think of it this way. like You get to a place where you're no contact after being with a very toxic person. And he was abusive. He was mean. He was gaslighting. He was doing all these different things. Maybe he was cheating on you. It got to the place where you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. No contact. The hope is like he's going to lose interest. Like there's not going to be this like obsession piece that comes out. But that's not always the case. Sometimes it's going to get worse before it gets better. Some of you are like, well, why would I even do the no contact? Because then you can start actually setting boundaries, which you need to do for yourself. You can start setting boundaries that help you move forward in your healing. This is super important because people are like, well, he's not going to respect them. Okay, then we start moving into legal. But he's not going to respect those. Okay, then we get him thrown in jail. But he's not going to respect that. Like, then we do it again. And, and the thing you have, you have to understand, like you're training a toxic person of how you're always going to respond. The moment you respond differently means that he's got you. The moment you respond differently in the aspect of no contact, the narcissist knows he's got you. Because it means he controlled you enough to produce a different response. Are you getting this? This is important for you to understand because a lot of people will miss this piece and they will respond haphazardly versus consistently. Because the whole goal is still getting through, still getting that text message to go blue and get through to you because if he does that, he knows eventually you will crack. You're like, no, I won't crack. Have you seen like the ocean with like the coral and the rocks and the things that get slowly beat upon over and over and over with the water crashing into them? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
There's rocks that have giant cracks in them and, and ridges and formations, not because they were just a rock that poofed up one day, but because of the constant beating of the water on them over and over and over again. This doesn't just happen overnight. Your breakdown of being in contact with a toxic person is not because they just got bored of you. A lot of times your inability to stay no contact is because your either unwillingness to block or your inconsistency in your responses. And as a result, the narcissist, like the waves, keeps crashing into the rock over and over and over again, knowing that they might not get a response for a short period of time. But eventually, they'll get a response. They'll get a reaction. They'll get a modification of something you're doing because of that consistency of them attacking you. Narcissus, a lot of times, is not going to get bored when you go no contact. This is why no contact creates space and a container for healing. Gives you the opportunity to heal. But it won't heal and it won't fix you just by itself. If you're at the place today where you're like, I need to know more about going no contact. I need to know more about how I can do this because I don't feel strong enough to do it. Then I want you to reach out for help. You can go to escapetoxicity.com today to sign up for our seven-day challenge just to get you started on that journey. Have you understand how we teach, how we actually break it down. If you want to work with me more one-on-one or in some of our group settings, you can go to rawmotivations.com. You can grab a one-on-one there. We'd love to be able to help support you as you move forward in your growth. And if you like this video, please share it. Send it to other people so that they can see what's going on in their relationship, how no contact is essential for their capacity to be able to